Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It's May 24th, 2023. Welcome to Fightful. This is your post-AEW Dynamite show, the go-home show before AEW Double or Nothing. We have a stupid amount of coverage for you guys. This morning, I dropped a Darby Allen interview. We had List and your boy today. We had List Goes On on Fightful Select. Uh, we've got this show right here. Tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, the spotlight. Thursday afternoon, I'm uh, here with Stephanie Chase making predictions for this weekend. She's live in Las Vegas. She's joined Fightful now. She'll be doing the prediction shows from here on out. Tomorrow morning, Ella J will be joining us and representing Fightful to uh, do the NXT call. We got the AEW call on Thursday. There's an ROH Impact post show on Thursday, Impact Under Siege is Friday. I think Joel Pearl is going to be there. Uh, we got SmackDown Friday. We got Flash Morgan Webster interview promoting Under Siege on Friday. Uh, let's head on over to Saturday. I'm pretty sure that they're doing some sort of preview on Fightful Select for that. Uh, Alex is squeezing in a Sour Graps review somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. There's also a, a Sands of Blind review on Fightful mm -hmm. Select. Yes, We got Night of Champions post-show. Mm -hmm. Here on Fightful, myself and Denise, who will be in Las Vegas. Then, Sunday, Grapsity's coming at you a day late. 
We're going to have an NXT Battleground post show. I'm sure there's yes. going to be a double or nothing pre-show on FightfulSelect.com. Mm-hmm. I got to find a way to fit a Q&A in here. And then mm-hmm. we got double or nothing Sunday, myself and Julie Cutler. And then we're going to Idaho. We're going to take the White House. <laughs> ah! uh, don't forget uh, an alternative double or nothing post show also yeah, on Fightful Select. <laughs> that too. That too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Get in your yeah. super chats. Get in your humper chats. Um, damn, man. This is going to be one of the most loaded weeks. And you know what I didn't mention throughout all that? There's okay. New Japan Super Juniors this weekend, sure. too. Select sure. style from Scott Edwards. We'll have coverage of that. Mm. Just a, a dumb amount of stuff. So many podcasts. No matter what you're into, Fightful, FightfulSelect.com will have it. Listen, I'm just going to let you guys know. Your boy is taking some Fightful Select victory laps today. We're doing some coverage victory laps today. Leave a thumbs up. Get those super chats in. Get those humper chats in. Uh, you can send some humper chats for, you know, whatever it is that you want to watch. Whatever it, whatever show it is, just leave us a little note. Our great moderator, Luis, will, will help us out here. Uh, but our coverage has been, I would say, exceptional and accurate over mm. on FightfulSelect.com. Mm. Just before we went on the air tonight, I reported that Aussie Open, Mark Davis, and Kyle Fletcher had interest from both AEW and WWE, Alex, yes. and that AEW were confident and expecting to sign them. Well, uh, that confidence was founded, as it turns out, Alex. Mm. Aussie Open revealed as being signed with AEW less than an hour after we reported that. I think it is very important to note that throughout the, the process of me getting this story, I've been working on it for two weeks, and when I saw that the Fletcher match got moved to tonight, I was like, I get the feeling... Mm. I might want to report this tonight. Mm. I found out Tony Khan paid for Mark Davis's surgery when they wow. didn't even have a contract. They had no contract. They were actively discussing possibly going to WWE. Wow. And man still paid for his surgery. Um, I think that is I think that is wonderful. I think that's great. Uh, but before we even get into the match, Aussie Open signing is big. I know Dax pushed for this as well. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm, 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 I. You can only imagine that they would, because well, what do they love doing, Sean? Uh, having kick-ass <laughs> tag matches. Yeah. So they've already had one with those guys uh, last year, um, and that went over pretty well. Let's just say. So uh, the idea that we're going to see that again, along with Aussie Open versus you know you name it on the on the, uh, the amazing. Um, uh, AEW tag roster as soon as Mark Davis um, gets healed up. And, well, wouldn't you know it, in the meantime, while Mark Davis is, is rehabbing and getting all ready to come back, it looks like we might have a, a breakout single star in Kyle Fletcher because the match he had with, with OC to kick off the show was, uh, was, was a banger, a humper. It was an absolute humper. Now, last week, I was told he had like strep throat or something. They were supposed to film this match last mm-hmm. week and end up happening. We had reported on FightfulSelect.com that he would be back imminently, um, but th- it's good to see he was. Unfortunately, Mark Davis, uh, we had also reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. He's dealing with a meniscus injury, which 
Uh, won't have him sidelined nearly as long as, as yeah, thank God. Fortunately, an ACL yeah. or anything like that. But they do have, they already had short-term plans. I knew that they had hopes that they would work Forbidden Door anyway. Yeah. So uh, now they're there, and looks like, I mean, maybe th- those plans have adjusted because they aren't from the New Japan side of things anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, you might have to adjust that a little bit. But little bit. this match with Orange Cassidy is a humper, and you're starting to see what you're not starting to see. You have been seeing this is catching up with Orange Cassidy. Like, yeah, I like that storytelling. Getting- He's he takes so much pride in wrestling for this title every yeah. single week, having bangers every single week, having humpers every single week, but it's starting to wear on him. And I'm like, will he just go on this unbelievable run where he's exhausted? Like he's not lazy at this point. He's tired. He's right. And I would love for him to say that. And he's like, yeah, people think I'm lazy. I'm not anymore. I'm just I'm just yeah. really, really exhausted. Um, I I love the uh, the little addition of Kinesio tape in places where it wasn't the last match. Yes. Um. Uh. And and he is he is barely scraping by by the skin of his teeth in these matches. Like he's a he's a great wrestler. And and what I love is that he's wrestling these guys who are also great, and they're doing ridiculous stuff like top rope Michinoku drivers. And and Orange Cassidy's like, I'm gonna kick out of this. But that's about all I got. I'm gonna roll you up and pin you in a way you can't kick out of. And like, but if you did, I would just forfeit. Like he's just so damn tired at the end of these matches. And I love that that um that it's catching up with him. And to me, it feels like the very last gasp for him is going to be this battle royal. I anticipate he will win it, but then lose in the next defense the next one-on-one defense, whatever that might be. It feels like a, a perfect way to be like, oh my God, I can't believe he got through 20 other dudes. And then one guy shows up and he's like, all right, fine, let's do it on dynamite. And then that's the place where he loses. But it's it's been a really cool, over the course of, what is it, like 22, 23 defenses now. Yeah. Um, he's gotten progressively more and more beat up. I like it a lot. I think he's going to hold this title for even even longer. I'm I'm... I think he's just killing it. We got Amir saying pop for the Howard Dean reference. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Tom LaValle says, SRS, do you ever get tired of being right? Best $5. Uh, I, I take great pride in us having good accuracy uh, and or not, not good accuracy, near perfect accuracy and not just going with the first thing we hear or see or anything like that. And at least trying to pose it in a way that if it is rumor that we tell you where that rumor is emerging from. Uh, Alex Ramirez says, y'all sign Miss Dynamite. You mean uh, Stephanie Chase? Uh, yeah, she's going to be on the prediction show with me tomorrow. It'll be done uh, as soon as the Tony Khan call is over. And then from there on, I told her she can either do the prediction shows herself or she can have a co-host on them. But I, I kind of want that to be her vision because I think that she does a really, really good job. And she's a personality that we certainly want to attach ourselves to here at Fightful. Backstage, a Ricky Starks interview, and then he gets that ass whooped, Alex. Mm-hmm. Juice Robinson and Jay White just beat the hell out of him. It is um, one of those those things um, for AEW has an embarrassment of riches. Um, there is... Uh, th- 
there's been no hint of them uh, actually getting around to doing a, a, a swerve versus Keith Lee match on the pay-per-view. But this yeah. is like three pay-per-view cycles since we wanted it originally. Uh, and they're still not doing it. So I guess we're going to have to wait till later. Um, and uh, But also, uh, Ricky Starks had his first match versus Jay White. That ended uh, not in an unsatisfying way. And it would seem when you have guys who are who are uh, a, a very hot signing, one of the hot, the hottest free agents in years in Jay White coming to AEW, and one of the hot guys was a rising star in AEW having a really hot feud, you would think you would figure out a way to get them on the pay-per-view, but that's not the case with AEW because you look at the card and you go, well, that's a stacked card. I'm not really sure what you would take off of that. So that's your that's your thing now. As I'm I'm kind of surprised that we're just going to have oh Ricky's going to be in the battle royal, and probably almost certainly Juice will be in the battle royal and Jay will be in the battle royal. But it doesn't feel like um, it, that would be befitting of what they've been doing with either of these guys. Um, we'll see where the, where the storylines take us. These are guys that I think will benefit greatly from a collision and and um, dynamite split. Um, being able to be able to uh, have um, storylines that that focus more on each week, each show, and the possibility of having creative ideas come from a Brian Danielson as well, uh, because I think that Brian Danielson has a lot more in common with these three guys than most yeah. people uh, are willing to admit. KJ says. Uh, Jay White's AEW pay-per-view is likely to be in a battle royal. It feels like he's not being presented like the star he is. Am I being premature in my frustration? Would BC Gold adding some members help? If so, who? Well, I think we got to see sort of who lands where, but I think they do need to add some members. In comparison to what I think WWE could and would have done with him, it's hard for me to say that it's not disappointing. It seems like to me, and again, this is a seems like, it seems like AEW almost didn't expect that they would get him. Yeah. It's it's like it's like you're say you're an NBA team and a free agent hits the buyout market and you've already got a great point guard and you're just like, "We'll see what this point guard, we'll just throw mm -hmm. it out there. What's the worst that could happen?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll play for you." And it's like, "What the hell?" I think mm -hmm. that right now if Triple H had Jay White, I think he'd be an upper card to main event level talent because you had built-in stories with AJ Styles, Gallows, Anderson, Cody, Finn Balor immediately. It was a no-brainer. They fumbled it. Their loss is AEW's gain, even if it's a minuscule gain at this point. He will emerge and will do something. I, I, I believe that. I believe that, that by the fall, we're going to see him right up where he needs to be near the top of one of those two shows. Jane Beard says Starks entering the battle Royal gives me hope juice and white will be in the battle Royal as well. And my hope for white winning goes up. I don't think white will win, but I do think that they will have, uh, I think they, they will probably eliminate each other throughout this. Yeah. And Mike says, I want to see Jack Perry in bullet club gold. Well, he did a promo and uh, I think, I think in the months that follow, you're more likely to see a Bullet Club Gold Jack Perry than the Jack Perry we see today, because mm -hmm. I can see the arc of this story right now. MJF yeah. has been telling him for weeks and weeks and weeks, 
you could be just as good as me if you would do the things that I do. Look mm -hmm. what happened to you. Look, look, look what your friends are doing right now. They seem like they're doing all right, but you're not going to beat me. And it's because you won't be like me. Mm -hmm. And I think that eventually he's going to do that. Um, I, I really do. We did lead, lead into the Darby MJF promo. Uh, MJF has not been mentioning the contract thing, which he, I can tell you guys, legitimately claims to anyone that will listen that his mm -hmm. deal is up in 20 at this start of 2024. Personally, mm -hmm. I don't know on the record. I have not had anybody ever tell me different on the record that has actually seen it. I've had a lot of people assume just like I do, but um, he's bringing that up here and there, but not hammering at home nearly as much as I think it's, I think he probably realizes it's not the best type of heat to do that. Cause sometimes online there's a bit of a groan, associated with that but he brings up different ways he would like his opponents this weekend to die alex mm. yep yeah it's um yes i um i think that the match we're gonna get on sunday is gonna be great um i haven't loved the build it's it's felt very um you know just I like the idea of, hey, it's MJF versus the other three pillars in a fatal four-way. Like, that's a different kind of title match um, for AEW to put on. Uh, I think all four guys are really good in the ring. I think the I think that, that the story should write itself, and yet it doesn't feel like it did. Like, it, that, that Sammy still trying to be, like, at, like, the whitest meat baby face where the where the where the when he shows up to be interviewed by by Renee, the crowd audibly boos. Like I'm not really sure if there's a connection there uh, from who, what they're trying to pr pr present him with what he is actually uh, viewed as. Um, and yeah, the 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 we don't want to lay it on too thick because we want it to kind of be a surprise when Jack Perry goes heel. Um, feels like they're they're just painting it with two. Um, too light a brush and it doesn't it feels like they're like it's almost like oh well last week was a little too heelish let's pull it back this week and then that was too light let's do it a little heavier the so it always feels like they're kind of stop starting with whatever they're doing with him and darby's cut the same promo five weeks in a row like i don't know how many times you can mention you skateboarding with tony hawk before we like no no trust me we get it we know that you skateboard like bringing it up doesn't help um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where we, where, what, what this match looks like and where we go he, afterwards. He said a lot of the same things. And I gotta be honest, I did that interview with him that, that aired today. I was kind of expecting like a sulky Darby. I had mm -hmm. only interacted with him once and that was during a, a scrum in which <laughs> he said that if he had signed with WDB, they'd probably have him jacking off in a boiler room somewhere. Yes, he did. <laughs> Which is an all-time great line. But he was in a great mood. and That's good. And it's it's funny because he, he says, like, he wants to be himself, but he does also does not make any bones about the mm -hmm. fact that he loves AEW and he's a company guy, and he wants mm -hmm. to bear the burden of leading AEW. And that's a legitimate thing. He told me that when he does climb Mount Everest, he wants to take an AEW flag up there and plant mm -hmm. it. And he yeah. says... 
the reason I wanted to be on Jackass, the reason I want to do these stunts with Travis Pastrana, et cetera, is to help promote AEW to people that might not realize it or might not realize it's a thing or care about it and might identify with me uh, a little bit more. And I saw that he, he was very charming in our interview. I found it refreshing for him to be like, yeah, I love my job. He's like, I'm probably a terrible businessman because I told Tony Khan, you will never need to do a bidding war for me. I'm staying here. I love it here. I want to be like, there was something like really uniquely charming in that interview that we haven't mm -hmm. necessarily got to see him put forth on the screen. Um, yeah. MJF, <laughs> the line about Jack Perry, where he said, I'd put him in an echo chamber so he could hear himself and bore himself to death. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. That was a good line. Mm -hmm. That's a really good line. It does. It does up. feel like like they've given these guys who um, struggle in different aspects with promos a lot of time to just talk leading up to this thing. Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active well into his eighties. What's even more shocking is he looked more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age. And it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular price order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. Um, which is why I kind of w was wondering why you booked the match like you had it all set out. Okay, oh, is it going to be one-on-one? -on -one? No, just kidding. It's going to be four on, uh, a, four a fatal four-way. And then had weeks after it leading up to the pay-per-view where all you're going to do is just have these guys talk, and that's not their strong suit. Meanwhile, you have, like, Jay White, who gets almost zero promo time, who's amazing on the stick, and it feels like there's a misallocation of resources in some places. And I think, again, that's going to change for the better with two different shows of equal stature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've also got Mark Losper saying, you say what WWE might have done with Jay White. They could have also thrown him onto NXT and have him feuding with Tony D'Angelo about whose accent is best. I think for whatever it was that they were going to pay for Jay White, that they probably would not have put him on NXT. But yes, that of course. Uh, we've got Jake Salazar saying, in my opinion, thanks to what Tony Khan has done, WWE doesn't seem like the big dream it once was for free agents due to the success of AEW. It, it's gone back and forth, I'll say this, between... 2019, 2020, and 2021, the first half, AEW was the place to be. That's that's where a lot of people wanted to be. However, a lot of the internal struggles have made it be like, is it? Eh. Well, Jay White ended up there. Aussie Open ended up mm -hmm. there. WWE had interest in all of them, but that didn't end up happening for them. So um, 
I think that now it's a little bit more on even footing. I think that last summer and winter, and uh, I think WDB was the place to be. Everybody wanted to go back and work with Triple H. That was that mm-hmm. was the place. So we got Jane Beard saying, if you were to add a team to join BC Gold, who would you pick? Would love to see Iron Savages or OGK join them. OGK make a lot of sense, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like they they kind of carry that, and I think that they could gain the most from it as well. Yeah. And Maria being like pseudo like not directly connected to an affiliate mm-hmm. of Carl Anderson, I think is a nice touch as well mm-hmm. because yeah. of the, the famous GIF and all that. Yeah. Uh, we got Cole saying, who do you think is next in line for the triple B saw some rumors about Cole being next, but I want them to continue building him up to be the one who dethrones MJF. Well, I mean, I've said this before. I don't mind if somebody dethrones MJF this year because yeah. It's not about who has the lead in the second or third quarter. It's who has the lead at the end of the game. And if that's MJF's end game is to say December 31st, 2024, my contract runs out. Well, he can lose the lead a couple times. It's okay. And I think that might actually add some intrigue to it. And as Mm -hmm. I look, AEW Collision is on December 30th this year. So Mm. they could play up something there. I think pretty neat where somebody may beat him at the last moment or mm-hmm. he loses leverage. There's a lot of different things that could be done there. Uh, what do you think about Cole? There was supposedly supposedly a Britt Baker skit that was going to be filmed last week where she hinted that Cole could be coming after that title. Um, I, I think Cole's a great shout. I, 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 I would be shocked to, to see him uh, not win versus uh, Jericho this weekend um, because I feel like they're – that he seems like the right kind of guy to build, to get, um, to get a major shot at uh, MJF over the summer um, or at uh, one of the September, the August, September pay-per-views. Um, uh, but I, I, and I would love, I, we, we've talked about this. I, I'd rather MJF lose it and freak out about getting it back. And then, get it back again. I think there's a kind of a really interesting thing of like um, who holds the belt when the clock strikes midnight at the end of 2023. Um, because that is the big, it's a big deal for him because it would mean an incredible amount that he could negotiate for in kayfabe uh, to, to stay or go, you know, like that belt adds value to what he wants and he's all about the money. So that would that would be very interesting to me. Is, is watching what happens when he when he is frantically trying to get that title back, as opposed to just trying to hold on to it. We have uh, Vicky saying, "Thank you for the Darby interview, SRS. Thank you for Muppet song last night, Alex. My 18 year old daughter now knows you all. Sting is next, SRS. Thanks. I'm hoping I can get a Sting interview this year. Um, I was very happy to interview Darby because I'd never interviewed him." Jam Beard says, Sean, you should have gotten Darby's opinion on NXT reviews, Darby. Uh, something tells me he's not familiar. <laughs> something tells me but, he's not either. But, but yeah. Alex, how would yeah. NXT review Darby uh, review himself? I think I did a fantastic job on my promo tonight. I, I don't know if you've heard, but I once skateboarded with Tony Hawk. Also, I jumped over my house in a car with Travis Pastrana. Highlight of my life. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Guys, get in those super chats. Get in those humper <sighs> chats. Terry Allen Jr. says, Spider-Man 2 gameplay was wonderful. Sean, you happy? I didn't see it. Uh, one of my friends told me about it. Uh, I'm not big into those kinds of games. I'm going to get into them a little bit more this summer. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Ricardo says, here's some love. Watching on delay. And Meet Norma says, meet love and juiciness, wrestling fans. If you're mm. like me and local sports teams are mid, enjoy weekends like this. If it's not raining, get the hose. Oh, buddy, you... You guys can just go straight to the spigot and put your head underneath it this weekend. Like Friday, uh, Friday, I'm dropping a Flash Morgan Webster interview. One of my most anticipated matches is one that nobody's talking about. Impact Under Siege, you got Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews against Chris Bay and Ace Austin. That is going to... That's going to be good. Um, it's going to be great. I got like a 40-minute interview with Flash Morgan Webster. Uh, he passed up a lot of WWE extensions and uh, had some injuries. We talk about a lot of cool stuff there. The Viking Raiders match in Manchester, uh, how he got into Impact. It's it's a very, very good chat. He hasn't done a lot of interviews since leaving. Jambeard says, Alex, we might get Swerve versus Lee announced for the buy-in on Rampage, or maybe both are in the Battle Royal as well. I don't want it on the buy-in. I don't want it on the buy-in. That's like that is a That is a major pay-per-view grudge match. Like it's, it's I, I, like, that's to me, it feels like you're, you're actively holding back two dudes who could be much higher on the card because they can't get to that point without fighting each other first and one specific dude coming out the winner. And it, I don't want it on the buy-in. I, I need an actual major, major feud. I mean, if it's going to happen on dynamites, fine, but it, Give me those matches. Don't just watch me like have uh, 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 during a Dustin Rhodes match, Keith Lee shows up. And so now all the swerve and all of his associates come in and beat up Keith Lee. Give me the damn match. I've been waiting for it for a year. It feels like. We've got the FTR promo. <laughs> damn. Dax, uh, Dax hit the, the Twitter buzzwords and got the got the desired reaction here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite thing about Dax promos is how he giggles a little bit in the middle. Yes. <laughs> yes. But he said, if you guys think we're going to let a couple TNA rejects <laughs> become the tag team champions, you're wrong. You better hit up the queen of the mountain for some job security. And I'm not talking about your bitch wife, Karen. I'm talking about Dixie Carter. Damn. He did cut like a Twitter promo, and you know he what? Did. I appreciate it. I it like it. it. I it enjoyed fun. it. Mm -hmm. I liked it a lot. I like this part. I didn't like the next part because because it, I don't I don't think it 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 didn't make didn't make Mark Briscoe look very smart. No, like, it didn't. He came out. He uh, he wasn't happy with all that. And and Cash even said, "Come on, be smart about this." Yeah. I would kind of like him to be like, I did it because you all were patronizing me, not because I thought that you did this type of thing. Right. Like, yeah. Do you remember that episode of SmackDown when our truth was revealed as actually being a genius this whole time? Where our mm -hmm. truth was backstage and he, I can't remember who he called Maurice, but it was some other name and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And somebody walked up to him and they're like, our truth, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm showing you how to get into the world title main event of SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I like that. I mm -hmm. like that. I would love Mark Briscoe to like be revealed 
as just like some brilliant farmer genius. Yeah. That yeah, I mean that'd be nice swerve because tonight it made him look like he was an idiot. And I I, yes, I love did. Mark Briscoe. I think it's great, but like but okay, so so uh, your friend hit you with a pile driver last week and there's videotape of what happened leading up to it and you haven't watched you can't you can't watch the scene where he got he had he had alcohol spit in his eyes and didn't know it was you that he did that move to and that like that might be hey man that hurt but i know you didn't mean to do it to me like yeah. that's what you say to your friend because i thought the whole point of ftr and, and the briscoes like they they became best like best friends and amazing like these these respectful warriors with each other and they bonded over over those matches they had and 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 for mark to be like you 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 hit a pile driver on me and i'm gonna slap you in the face now i do i do like him slapping jared in the face as well you know do you, you know just to be fair but um the whole thing with jay lethal is like i don't care about all these other idiots but you're you're my friend and i i, I want to know what you're what you're up to like, are you calling FTR idiots too? Because the whole thing between you guys felt so wholesome and real. And I don't like that you like, these guys are idiots because you spit water or spit alcohol in this guy's eyes and he gave me a pile driver. I didn't watch the videotape back. I just, I always, I always want the people to be smart enough to watch the videotape back. You know? Yeah. Uh, we've got Jake Salazar saying, I had to unbecome a Dax fan for a few seconds because of this. I will not tolerate Jeff Jarrett slander. I yeah. bet you he is pumped to be working with Jeff Jarrett. Oh, yeah. I bet you. Oh, yeah. Um, announced for Rampage, LFI versus Acclaimed and Daddy Ass. Sheeta and Baker against Nyla and Marina. And the best friends against Lee and Big Bill and the firm in action were announced. We've also got a uh, super chat where Coy Stalling says, with the idea of budget cuts, could you see grizzled young vets getting cut or would WWE be petty and hold until after Wembley? I could see them being petty and holding until after Wembley, oh, but yeah. uh, we we mentioned on FightfulSelect.com today, Nick Khan had told some agents at WrestleMania time that there weren't budget cuts coming or, or roster cuts. You're going to see those with NXT naturally. Like I know a lot of people will be like, oh, here they come. They're gonna cut people from NXT, and that's what you have to do with. That's what you right. do with minor leaguers. You you fish, you cut bait, you promote, you demote, you see if they're yeah. gonna work, etc. That that's the nature of this. Um, Brett Lotwin says, "I mean, who hasn't instinctively pile driven a friend? I feel like there's a blue chew ad there somewhere, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I'm not reading it." AEW World Trios titles, House of Black. Defeat AR Fox, Metalik, and Blake Christian. It's always great to see Metalik here. I did like I did find funny the stretch on commentary. I think Tony was like, Oh, they'll probably single out Blake Christian. He's the rookie, even though he's wrestled for six years. I was like, Man, that's that's a long he's been in WWE before. Yeah. Like he's been around for a while. He's been, he's around. Not, he's been around. He's not he's been in WWE. He's been in Impact. No. He's been in ROH on 205 Live and in NXT mm -hmm. in New Japan, like he's not just fresh off the block here. Like he's probably wrestled a lot more in the last few years than Grand Grand Metal League has, actually. But um, you know, they were here to fill a role. Uh, AR Fox did that beautiful imploding senton. Mm -hmm. I really dig the lighting. There are not many yeah. instances where I like altered lighting in wrestling matches 
This is one that I really, really enjoy. Yeah. Been wanting to see more of House of Black. Glad we're seeing more of House of Black. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I, I like this a lot. I think it was really cool. The, the idea of uh, any three guys can come together and fight us. And I know that these 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 guys have had trios matches on ROH, but it it does kind of feel when you just look at the graphic, any three dudes came together. Like if you were just if you hit the random button three times when setting up a match, it feels like it might have just dropped on these three guys. Yeah. Um, but I I love all of them. I think I think Metalik and and Fox and Christian are all great. Um, uh, but I I also liked the um the dealer's choice rule they implemented i love it i i honestly i i really fill, i fill want the audience the, in on their it, it was a there. um it was a um a, one one man in one man out so if you're in the ring you don't have to tag out lucha rules you just have to roll out of the ring and then one of your guys has to get in to replace you i really loved how that flowed like and and also you had guy malachi black was desperately trying to keep Blake Christian from rolling out of the ring so he could yeah. beat on him more. That was a really cool tactic as well. I thought this was excellent and I loved the finish. Dealer, buddy, the buddy. dealer's choice aspect of this yeah. is so dope. I yeah. love it. And as you mentioned, like the lucha rules, that's great, but the finish. Buddy Matthews putting um uh AR Fox in the in Rhea clutch. Ripley's prism trap, which yeah. was that's that warmed my that warmed my heart because you know he was doing it as a little you know uh, uh, love you babe uh, moment and it was that was so cool and he he he's great like that looks really he's got that awesome statuesque upper body so when he's like holding the guy there and flexing yes. and switching down on the leg it looks great and then you have Malachi uh, getting Metalik in the choke uh, and then uh, Brody King grabbing. Blake Christian coming in hitting a couple of sidekicks to Buddy and him just shrugging him off. And then Brody King grabs him and dangles him over the top rope. And basically all three dudes are out at the same time. Man, this is exactly what I wanted for House of Black as Trio's champions. Like taking on all comers, giving you the option of something that you can do to make your own chances better and they'll still beat you and also like devastate you. Like they're yeah. choking out two guys while one guy is tapping out to make sure his knee doesn't get snapped. <laughs> I mean, that's some brutal stuff. I love it, man. Jam Beard. Oh yeah. There, there was a spot that anime otaku brings up Malachi baiting the guy for Brody's corner splash. That was yeah. Oh, they're, they're very smart with this. And I think that they can bring a cerebral, yeah. aspect to this jambeard says isn't fox now oh and nine with five title shots in aew <sighs> can't say they haven't given him the opportunity within kayfabe nope. right <laughs> no no they haven't within kayfabe but he is absolutely he, he is playing his role perfectly he's gonna go out there look great never make a mistake and make the other guy look fantastic when he beats him so eventually uh, time to pick up some some victories so it doesn't look ridiculous like he's oh and 21 like he's starting a Kurt Hawkins streak, but eventually <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Evangelina Gray says Tony was so real for calling Buddy a stud. Mm -hmm. Oh man, Trey Cash says, "Hey Sean, and he he always sends these very generous Humper chats. Big thank you." He says, "Hey Sean, I want to send Alex some love. Listen to Sour Graps for the first time, and my God, have I been missing out? 
I had no idea you had another level of sourness that was thoroughly entertained. I love it. Keep it up. You know, occasionally, Alex, I get the the <laughs> I get those exit surveys on Patreon, uh-huh. right? Occasionally, and it's funny because yeah. I think they think that Jimmy reads them, and Jimmy mm. don't care. Jimmy doesn't mm. read them, mm-hmm. so occasionally you'll get Sean's a pussy, Sean's mm-hmm. a jerk on Twitter, mm-hmm. yada yada. But occasionally you'll get just sour graps as the reason. <laughs> No one is forcing you to listen to it. Just skip over it. You can just scroll past. Just just scroll right past it. We looked at the the landscape and I said, there's a market for this. And Alex isn't (laughs) going to get oddly personal with these people. So he can be sour to his heart's content. If the day comes and Alex goes, you know what? I think it's time to do AEW sour graps behind the paywall. Uh I don't know why I'd be like, well, why do you sound like Howard Finkel right now? And then <laughs> I would be like, sure, do it. I've had people uh-huh. that are like, he's not sour enough about AEW. Trust me, th- there's plenty of things. There's plenty of yep. things. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're appropriate rants, and there's it's, ones I don't I don't agree with, but right. you got a following, it, Alex. It, it's, it's almost like um, I will just uh, uh, like what I like and don't like what I don't like and there be honest go. about it. And it's kind of a coincidence, I guess, that I like AEW more than I like NXT or Raw. You know <laughs> NXT, what I mean? Like it's. I far. mean, I mean, I'm sorry. That's just that's just the way it works. And, and hey, listen, if I can get like a thousand more of you to sign up to select for an AEW sour graps, I'm sorry, Alex. Well, Ju- guess, Julie Cutler I'm... gonna be sitting right here, and Kate's gonna be working Wednesday nights on the paywall. <laughs> so it's gonna uh-huh. be happening. Apparently, that's what's happening. But uh, you got the Sands of Blind review mm-hmm. this Saturday, so yes. make sure you guys check that out. Uh, I also make uh, an awful lot of cameos behind the paywall too, uh, with with the sour graps yes, yes, thing. You whenever, do. Yes, you whenever do. I roll in at one a.m. and I go, they're still on. <laughs> Matthew yes, plus, let, they're they're still on. Let me add twenty minutes to the runtime <laughs> yes. by showing up myself. Yes. Matthew Plus says those are my shoot comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, legitimately, behind that select paywall, I know some of you go, oh, well, it's just wrestling news. Yeah, I think there's like eight or nine podcasts a week. Some of you say, well, you should cover more Japanese wrestling. Scott Edwards does. He has select style every week. Some of you say you should cover more indies. Steven Jensen does. He has the weekender. Not only that, he goes to a lot of these indies and does interviews for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do a Q&A every week. I do the backstage report every week. I've got some people that don't read the news. They'll just listen to backstage report at the end of each week or the beginning of each week and keep up that way. You've got at least two sour graps reviews. You've got, uh, coexisting after dark. You've got, uh, ask grapsity. There's a ton of stuff over there. So fightfulselect.com. We got retro reviews coming back too. Jake says not sour enough about AEW this exact time last year. Alex ether, Tony Khan over Darby pinning Malachi black. S never getting Miro versus Malachi, and I agreed with him. You'll find that absolutely anybody that says so and so is on the payroll. Uh-huh. Um, I, when I when I'll see that, I'll go find an opposite tweet where they're like, "He's on this payroll," and I'm like, "Can you guys argue? Can you guys argue over which payroll uh-huh. I'm yes. on?" Yes, please. because uh, I, I'll let I'll, you guys listen. in on a little secret. 
there ain't no amount of money that WWE or AEW would be willing to pay me or him <laughs> to say, first off, there ain't no amount of money they'd be willing to pay us in general, no, in general much no. less more than what we make here. But I will, I will gladly pull a fistful of dollars and work both sides against each other. I'll <laughs> gladly do it. I'll be the man with no name for you. Spaghetti Western me. Come on, let's get it done. Oh, man. Uh, one of my favorites is when people say, oh, well, he wants to keep that WWE, AEW access. And I'm like, you guys have a real misunderstanding of how much like these interviews make us because we <laughs> lose money on doing mm -hmm. them. The 30 minutes that I spend doing the interview and then the 30 minutes I spend editing it, the amount that we pay Rob Wilkins to do a summary, the amount that we pay our writers to do it, like we don't turn a profit from those. We make money reporting yeah. things that these companies largely don't want us to report. And uh, we do the interviews because you guys want them and because they're good content for us. We've got uh, Corey M saying, I joined because of Sour Graps. That's the thing. We got we got a hell of a lot more people that joined because of Sour Graps than have ever thought about leaving because of it. But uh, Jambeard says, I subscribed here and Patreon to get more sourness. SGS forever. Go. See? Wardlow wants Christian to deep throat a ladder, Alex. <laughs> I mean, basically. Basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. he's gonna have to loosen um, up that turtleneck that's what i got out of that yeah, jake salazar yeah. says sean i love you man but i subscribed to select because i randomly fell into an nxt review and this guy was talking like somebody's 60 year old yeah. aunt about the migos <laughs> for 20 minutes of comedy never unsubscribing there you go we're a variety show <laughs> it's a variety, variety show, show yeah. yeah you know that's that's what we're here for well you know what no matter where you're subscribed Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to London. Wow. Twice. Do you know Joe Pearl is going to London too? Wow. London, Ontario. Ah. And I've also been to London, Kentucky, but whether it's Kentucky, Canada, mm -hmm. England, you can be wherever you want to be thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Give you a little tip. Lots of pay-per-views this weekend. You can get them at a reduced rate with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. UFC pay-per-views, they just announced a big slate of summer fights. Get them at a reduced rate with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Save money on these pay-per-views using overseas service. Watch shows early. Get interfaces that you miss with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. A 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't like it. But hey, you know what? No matter where you are in your house, maybe you're upstairs like I am on my PC. Maybe you're downstairs on your smart TV. Maybe you're taking a dump and you're using your phone or you're all around your house and you got that router. NordVPN works on all these devices, all operating systems. It's a hoot. Browse safely, securely, protect yourself from unwanted pop-up ads and a whole mess of other things with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's a great gift idea as well. You're going to end up saving money with this subscription and they've got 24-7 tech support. So if you need a little bit of help finding out what to use or what services to get with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, they'll take care of you. They'll make sure you're on the right path. I truly love these guys. I'm on my uh, PC or my phone over half of the day doing my job. And NordVPN is on all those devices uh, all, all the time. So I'd say I use it a significant part of my waking day, almost all of it when unless I'm outside touching grass. And you know what? 
I'm pretty sure they can keep me safe out there too. Pretty sure. Michael Luna says, one thing that's not talked about enough is Alex's t-shirt game. His graphic tees are awesome. So my cousin, who occasionally just pops up and watches our show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he'll he'll be like, Alex, that's my dude, man, with those <laughs> shirts. And I'm like, we grew up together. No, it's me, man. It's he all, was like yeah. my brother. Mm-hmm. What, what is this? Matthew mm-hmm. Plus says, Brawl Out was a work the whole time for Punk's injury, eh? Do they call that on the fly? I don't know if you're serious, but if you are, don't. <laughs> no, he's not don't, serious. He's not serious. Don't. He's trolling. He's trolling. I'm so glad. Uh, so Tony officially announces collision for Chicago. We'll take a victory lap here. We had reported it was going to be Chicago. I just want to make this clear. At no point did I ever hear Daly's place as an option. Last week on one of our shows, they said, where do you think it could be? And I said, well, I mean, that's always an option because they always right. have the av- availability of that. Right. But I never heard that that was a thing. And we had reported that on FightfulSelect.com. There's no point of this that I heard that this was off. I'm sure they would have loved to announce it last week. But last Wednesday, we had even said on Fightful Select that we had heard that they had a positive interaction. We heard that we reported on Fightful Select yesterday. that We heard they were going over Collision Creative, they being Tony and, and CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's the A-Steel aspect of this, but if they're doing United Center, they believe CM Punk's going to be there. Uh, I can tell you that the Fightful Select coverage over the last however many weeks has reflected that he was going to be there. From our first report saying that he was returning, I think that the date we said was the 21st, but that's before Collision was a Mm -hmm. thing. Now it is a thing. Uh, He's going to be there on that June 17th show, Alex. Yeah, um... I um I I, I uh, when they didn't announce it last week it did feel like oh they're not sure because you cannot 1 million percent cannot announce uh the United Center for June 17th if you don't have punk because everyone there is going to be expecting punk cuz it's the United Center and if you don't deliver punk that's not going to be a friendly crowd. So um, so that's why it felt like to me that they were just like making sure they had all the ducks in a row. Everything was all perfect before they, they said they... And if tonight they had announced some someplace else that would not have definitively said there's no way Punk is showing up, but it would have said to me they're not sure if they have Punk. Um, but because it is um, the United Center... Uh, looks like, looks like that's what we're, that's what we're getting. Um, I will be very intrigued to see, um, if, if all the details ever really come out about this negotiation, um, uh, process, the whole thing with a steel, all that. Um, uh, but listen, um, I, I'm, I'm ha- if, if, if it means we're getting good wrestling television, that's really all it comes down to for me. Um, if, if the backstage stuff stands in the way of us getting the best wrestling television we can get, that's unfortunate. So I want them to make money. I want everybody to get, to, to do good business. Uh, and I want the product to be as best as it can. Um, but I, I will be the first to admit there are some times where it is very hard to work with somebody that you work with and you just have to grit your teeth and get through it. And hopefully the product doesn't suffer. 
Matthew Plus says, no, that was for real. I'm high. Kids don't do drugs. <laughs> Brent Lockman says, what was that Stokely video about this week? I think he's getting a new role. Like, I think mm -hmm. that's what it's implying. I think that, mm -hmm. that he might be uh, doing a little bit something something else on TV. Irene says, is he going to be a GM of Collision, perhaps? I think ROH is possibly likely. I think that's I, I, where it's headed. Stokely as on-screen GM authority figure would be... Yeah, some really great television, like excellent stuff. Like I don't, I, whatever it is that he's doing it for, Collision, ROH, that becomes must see television just to see what Stokely will do as a guy in charge. Jambeard says if Punk returns as a heel, him being the one to beat OC would get him mega heat. Probably would. I think that'd be it, a good feud would. too. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a really good feud. I don't think he needs to be in the world title program. I just, yeah. I think that's been established. Uh, Bizarro Big L says, actually, we'll, we'll read that one with um, a different segment. Kaya Valkyrie defeated Lady Frost. Now, small snippets of life says, with Lady Frost getting a full entrance, is she tiered now, considering she won the R on ROH as well? She's on some sort of deal, but I don't think it's a full-time all-elite situation. I mean, I, I've got an interview with her in the can where I jokingly say, are you signed 50 times? Because... Mm -hmm. I've tried to find out. I can't get right. an answer, but she's very good. Like she's also, she can do a great interview. She's got a great sense of humor. She keeps mm -hmm. herself in incredible physical condition. As we see, she looks like a TV star. She's I think her great. size plays to her advantage Yes, because she's so much smaller than everybody. Um, and, and it plays off really well. She is, she is a television performer and it's wild to think, we first saw her as Jamie Frost getting jobbed out by Asuka in her first match ever a few years ago. Wow. But um, I think this was a test, and I think she passed it. I think sure. that she was trending on TV. Taya gets the win. Uh, Lady Frost, who was battling to get out of her impact deal last year, this time of the year, it's paid off for her so far. She's got the right kind of buzz right now, yeah. Alex. Yeah. Um, uh, I... I think Lady Frost is excellent, and I, you're right. I, I think that there's um, <laughs> weaponized gymnastics done right is some really fun, um, some really really fun wrestling, especially for the ladies. Um, and I'm I'm I, I love what she brings. I think there's uh, a, a, a spot for her, um, uh, whether it's ROH or more on AEW. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff you can do. Um, it honestly, like it just, when, when people are that talented, just bringing them in to, to be great workers who can make everybody look good in the match they're in is important. Um, and, uh, I, I, I mean, I, it certainly feels to me like Jade is retaining versus Taya and moving on. And the thing that keeps coming back to my in my head is that Statlander, when she's healthy, will be the person to, to dethrone Jade. But between Taya and then, she's probably going to have a couple more title defenses on Rampage or whatever. So Lady Frost could have a really good match with, with Jade Cargill. People like that are good to have around. If she's on a tier deal or gets fully signed, I think it's a great thing for AEW. Ambeard says, wasn't WWE the one to tell Lady Frost she was too old to get signed in their company? I don't understand that at all. Yeah, and from what I understand, somebody actually from there reached out to her earlier this year 
And um, I, I don't know this for sure, but from the WWE side, I heard that maybe she told them to pound rocks and that she hadn't gotten any younger since the last time they talked. <laughs> oh, that's just well, conjecture. I don't know. She hasn't told me that. I mean, but uh, to me, if that's the way that that conversation went, that's right up there with with a couple of all time great conversations I've heard of. Taya Valkyrie gets the win. Uh, Jade is is standing on top of the ramp. We got Jamie Hader and Tony Storm's video, and Jamie is hurt. She is hurt. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that this whole division looks categorically different in five days. I like. I just I mm. see the winds of change coming here, and I think that mm. we are in for some major change in this division all around. Wow! From top to bottom, I just think I just think when we're talking about dynamite next week, we're talking about a completely different shaped division than what we are tonight because of a lot of things like i i don't necessarily think ty is going to beat jade or anything right but i mean they got to know what's next i'm sure they do um you got jamie banged up but they they don't want jamie like they don't want people not being able to defend when they got two shows sure so i've i've been leaning towards tony for a while because to me i think that like people are saying, what do you know? Nothing. I just think that we, I just think based on what we're seeing here. <laughs> I think a lot the, of it is my reaction, which is, hmm. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of stagnation here as, as far as, as these divisions have went. And uh, no fault right. of their own. I just no. think that sometimes you need a categorical shift to yeah. show people, let's just go this complete different direction. I don't right. know how they'll do that, but that's I, just I don't I know see. either. Um, I Listen, the thing for me, the interesting is that um, I like Jamie. If she's if she's injured and they're finding a way to like get the title off of her without having her relinquish it, um, uh, I think I think Tony's an interesting choice to be- become two time champion. Um, uh, I think that there's a lot of o- other options um, that you could do in a lot of interesting ways. Maybe it's a, a Tony's a transitional champion to somebody else, somebody out of left field. Um, I don't know, like. The, the person that like, and it feels like she's doing such an amazing job. Like, I don't know why you would, we would uh, change, uh, change the track that she's on, but um, Athena is just doing some of the best work as a heel and as a women's wrestler in the world right now. And it feels odd um, that it's entirely on uh, ROH when you have a lot of the, the male champs, you know, moving over, doing stuff on AEW, but, um, I'm not really sure exactly where we're going. I think you're right. I think there's a, I wouldn't say five days, but I would say five weeks where we're, we're, you're looking at like some, some interesting shakeups within the women's division. This, um, uh, this outcast versus homegrowns thing is only going to get bigger and more intense after this uh, one-on-one title match. Anthony says, uh, I saw a spoiler from Rampage. Maybe no women's title match. I haven't seen the spoilers from mm. Rampage at all. Mm. Interesting. But I wouldn't be surprised if some shenanigans. Su- yeah, if they like wrote, wrote, the, wrote the match out to like keep keep the title on, on Jamie for a few more weeks. Yeah. Hey, Fightful Gang, thanks for all you do. Can you clarify there will be an all-out weekend over Labor Day weekend in addition to all-in? Yes, that is the plan right now. It's being advertised on 
fight. It is on the internal calendar. I can tell you that peripheral events have made plans to run that weekend as well. So there will be some things in conjunction uh, with that as well. But yeah, that, that is the working plan. Hangman interview. How'd you feel about this one, Alex? Um, this, <laughs> um, I, I, I like fired up pirate hangman. Um, I think it's, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good, uh, good look for him, a, a good, you know, him being the guy who's because, because honestly, if you go, if you go back to the beginning of this elite versus BCC thing, this all stems from Mox and hangman hating each other. That's all stems from that. That was how this whole thing got started. Um, was the the young bucks started catching strays because they were f- friends with Hangman, um, and then Kenny was like, "Hey, you can't do that to my friends, the Young Bucks." And all of a sudden, it's become kind of a Kenny Omega versus like Kenny Omega Danielson versus Kenny Omega verbally, and and Moxley versus Kenny Omega physically with the Young Bucks thrown in, and we we all kind of forgot how the whole reason this whole thing started was Hangman. Um, at least it it feels that way to him. So him coming back and being extra pissed about all of this, he has the story of the anarchy in the arena match. I certainly hope features, um, hangman being extra pissed and extra bloodthirsty because, uh, he's got a lot of pent up aggression against the BCC from all of those months feuding with, um, feuding with Moxley. We also uh, had the contract signing, which they tried to explain why there was a contract signing. And I'm just like, all right. Mm. Could have had a face-to-face. You could have done anything. Right. But So, uh, the, there's a little bit to talk about in this segment, but there's a lot more to talk about who they brought in. Yeah. They brought in Sabu, and it was great for a pop. It got a yep. good pop. Got a great pop. He, he moved better than I thought he could, and I mm-hmm. say that because last month I watched him with my own two eyes get stretchered out of a convention to the hospital. It was horrifying. It was scary. I saw his friends thought that something like, tragic may have happened and here he is rolling in we had talked off the air warner brothers discovery sure have seemingly just completely been like they've definitely relaxed their stance on the whole slurs thing on social media thing because because he was dropping those a lot more recent than jay briscoe was he was um, dropping dog shit across hotel room walls a lot well, that too that too Blood and feces, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, all right, I don't get this. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's maybe there's something beneath the surface that we don't know about, like a merchandising deal or or something like Perhaps. that, where they're like, let's help this guy out. He's DLC in the Fight Forever game. Yeah, Dream Ninja says, what is Sabu gonna do? Help do against Yas? He's I he's mean, gonna throw he's gonna throw a chair at somebody like he did tonight. James, <laughs> I was shocked by that. James Stallings is about crap my pants when he came out. Jake Salazar says popped when Sabu came out. I can tell you that if you gave me 
500 guesses, I would not have guessed him. Well, I listen, I I I thought um in hindsight um that well everyone everyone made the joke whenever they would do the um uh the lights out bit, everyone would make the joke on Twitter. Sabu? Is it Sabu? <laughs> and they didn't and they even didn't. do a lights out. They didn't do a lights uh, out this time. Uh which cuz that would have been so funny if they'd done a lights out. People had made the joke on Twitter, Sabu, is it Sabu? And the lights come back on and it was Sabu. That would have been amazing. Um, but also Cole this being like, who are you? There, this one would have been that just as good. Lance Storm? I would have loved Lance Storm. Good. Um, I I love uh, the idea of um, the way that Adam Cole was like, Jericho was like, who are you going to get to counteract? Who's the, that's crazier than the JAS? And like, I'll tell you homicidal and the crowd goes what yeah, suicidal yeah. wait wait a minute genocidal oh shit and then, then his music pops uh, i mean like that was so crazy when he just started doing the, the it would have been the, great uh, if right after that he goes marco stunt <laughs> <laughs> that would have popped, popped me honestly pants that would have uh, popped me a lot, honestly. It would have been amazing. That would have been really good. Uh, the last <laughs> time I saw Marco in person, he he ran at me full speed, and I did a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker to him. Like, he's so talented that he he backbreakered <laughs> himself. It was insane. Uh-huh. Ronald Hollick uh-huh. says, Love Dynamite, Tony. Only one gripe, and one of the major things you borrow from ECW, how don't you debut Sabu by turning the lights off? Yes! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and God style pie driver says seeing Sabu announced for lights out, uh, stun lock my wife and I for the rest of the show. That's the irony. It's for a lights out match yep. mm-hmm. and they didn't turn the lights out for him yep. for Sabu. I mean, it legitimately it's one of the most shocking things that I've seen. Parker Hines says Cole introducing Sabu. Taz is like, no way <laughs> before yeah. Sabu's name came in, even was announced. And Taz is like, I know him. I guarantee you. <laughs> Taz does know him. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Whew. We got Bizarro Big L says love tonight. Sabu out of nowhere. Aussie elite uh, or Aussies are elite. Scorpio Sky on the first collision promos. Happy they gave Willow time. House of Black keeping things fresh. Who would be JP's first feud after a heel turn? Maybe Hook. Alex, you rant a little like Bizarro Newman. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, Jack Perry's first feud. Mm. I I think I mean, Hook would be a good one. Yeah, I think it would be too. Especially if you're gonna like, you know, if he's if he's turning heel, I think, I think a Hook thing would be really really interesting. Actually, we got Cyclops better than Logan. He says, "I hate to be that guy." Listen, buddy, I agree with you right here. He says. Uh, Tony said he'd never hire, hire Hulk for being racist, which is cool, but then uh, parade Sabu on TV that is a do- documented, unapologetic racist like Hulk. Please make mm-hmm. it make sense. It's mixed with the big swole stuff. Isn't a look for me. Um, I, I won't comment on the big swole stuff, but I've, you know, I've had plenty of conversations regarding that, and I'm sure there's, there's like not great feelings for how that was handled. Mm-hmm. Sabu is not only legitimately said all that racist shit said, yeah, I'm not sorry about it. Yeah. I wouldn't put him on TV. Absolutely not. No, Absolutely I, I, not. I, I, he, he seems like a third rail type of guy. I mean, he got you a pop, 
But I mean, if it's if this is a one-off thing, you know, to like because because they don't have Kyle healthy and they need to like even the odds a little bit for this match. Sabu, who's from Vegas or lives in Vegas or whatever, it's a one-off, and we and we move on past it. Okay, but I don't want to see this guy becoming a, ma- a major fixture in in AEW. Jane Beard says, Sean, did you see Lance Storm's tweet about Russo and the Four Pillars? It's a great burn. He actually sent sent it to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> about how he'll be d- disappointed that there's not objects hanging from four pillars around the ring. Yes. Uh, yes. We got Roderick Strong defeating Daniel Garcia in the match right after this. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Garcia's so, so good. Really that is. goddamn dance that he does. He's so good. Every time I'm like, oh, I just want to flick that analog stick on this video game and do that yeah. repeatedly. Yes, yes. Uh, it is. It pops me every time yep. he does it. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, I, there's not much more I can say about him than mm-hmm. than what I have, but we got the Messiah, the backbreaker, and and Daniel Garcia doing great things. This is one of the reasons you watch AEW TV is great matches like this. Yeah, it, it's it, it and strong, and Daniel Garcia. It it <clears throat> Daniel Garcia being as young as he is, you realize how long Roddy's been been at this. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not an, he's not an old guy by by any stretch of the imagination, but he's been doing this a long, long time. Um, and it just feels like you think about how much left we've got of Danny Garcia getting better and better and picking up new things and working with a guy like Roddy Strong is only going to accelerate his potential being reached. Um, um, I, this we were it was a a very unexpected treat because this thing first popped up on my timeline today like they were like uh we got another we got room for a match how about roddy strong versus daniel garcia and i was like how about yes how about yes let's watch let's watch all of that guys get in your super chats get in your humper chats i know it's a a wild weekend we hope that you are hanging out with us all weekend with the willow video uh fightfulselect.com did confirm today that she was not supposed to win that title. <laughs> it did. Wow. She was not supposed to win that title, but they called an audible and that's, she deserves good, to win that she, title. She, does, she absolutely deserves to win it. And I, I hope that that little unfortunate accident, because that's, that's what it was. It's, it, it's wrestling. It happens. But I hope that, that what that does is it serves to now. Well, she's already got a belt over here. It serves to propel her to better things in the place where she's actually already signed. Like if, if this woman uh, can uh, defeat Mercedes Monet, um, then, then let's, let's see her get a more prominent display with like, if, if we're actually going to put the title, the AEW women's title on Tony storm, if they're actually going to do that at some point, Willow, being somebody to get launched by being the one to beat Tony Storm and have her be the babyface uh, champion of AEW seems like a great idea to me. There's a lot of really cool stuff. She absolutely deserves it. She's one of the most over babyfaces in in all of wrestling, male or female. Um, and I'm, I'm I want to make sure that she gets everything that she deserves out of this run because she's great. Rob asks if Will or if Mercedes wins the title once she's cleared. 
I'm working on some stuff about Mercedes on Fightful Select. I'll see if I can run it next week, but I'm sure that they'll have, it's natural for them to have a rematch now. Oh yeah. Um, 100%. Because, and I'm sure that Willow would be happy to do the honors in that situation. Yeah. But I do think that they should have maybe been a less abrupt to let's go straight to a commercial right after the Willow thing. Like, right. She beat Mercedes. Yeah. yeah. Play that up on TV. Lucha Brothers defeated Claudio and Yuta thanks to the Young Bucks. Uh, I thought this was a one of the rare, smart instances of, hey, beat your ROH world champion, beat before a big pay-per-view match because you're losing to the Lucha Brothers, which doesn't really hurt anybody. They're a great team. And no. the Young Bucks costing them these titles yeah. goes a long way. What did mm -hmm. you think of the match? Um, I, uh, I, I like the match a lot. Uh, I think that, uh, Claudio is just, he's perfectly built. He's the perfect wrestler to wrestle against Ray Phoenix because it's just like, Oh no, I would like, I want you to drop on top of my shoulders from 16 feet. I'll catch you. I won't even flinch. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, like it, it's it, the, he, he's the perfect base for high flyers. Um, he's agile and quick enough to move in the ring and not have to slow them down. Um, Penta and Phoenix are, are doing great stuff. Yuta is is improving. I swear to God, every time I see he, him, he's getting better. And, and I love that. That's also the kayfabe story. That's also the kayfabe story. Is by training and working with guys like Claudio and and Danielson and Moxley. His character is supposed to be getting better, but the real wrestler is also getting better. It's like, I love that that actually coincides with the storytelling. This was a lot of fun. Um, there's a, uh, there was a, a, a super chat that I saw that had my, my own like minor quibble that the referee did not see Penta tag in, but so, counted, yeah, yeah. counted the pinfall anyway. Yeah. Let's talk about that. He said, Paul Turner, not seeing the tag, but counting the pin anyway, had me yelling at my TV. Yeah, I would I would love to see that stuff insured. I would love to see like some sort of re like tipping of the scale, some situation where refereeing is made way, way, way more strict for a brief period and kind of reset things. That way they don't fall into the same tropes. Ricardo says Willow's video package was great. Best oops champ moment mm. ever. And uh, Jambeard says, my fantasy booking is Willow beats someone in a title match at Forbidden Door. After the match, Mercedes comes out, sets up an all-in rematch. I mean, if you can get Mercedes at all-in, you try to get Mercedes oh, at all-in. You got for it. Sure. You can. That'd be huge. Small Snippets of Life says, Matt was wearing a Bullet Club Young Buck shirt plus footage of Mercedes. This is the start of the run-up for Forbidden Door 2. The Mercedes footage was just putting over Willow. She's hurt. Mm -hmm. As far yeah. as Matt and the Young Buck shirt uh, with the, the Bullet Club, I mean, yeah, I think it's a little telegraph. They they did the Bullet Club thing last go around, too. Like, they mm -hmm. still are loosely affiliated. They never got kicked out of mm -hmm. Bullet Club. So um, I, I like that. I would love to see a little bit of side-eyeing with them mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Jay White, some acknowledgement there yeah. between those two because that they're buddies. Mm -hmm. Like, we... We've got a whole new set of possible Bullet Club Civil War oh, here with Adam Cole. Stuff here, because Adam Cole's got his own group. Yeah, the Young Bucks and Omega got their own group, and now Jay White's got his own group. I mean, listen, not that I like, not that it would be my first choice, but I think there's a really fun thing to do, like NWO White, NWO uh, Wolfpack. Sure. 
type of stuff. Not necessarily right now, but once once the elite have moved past this BCC feud, it's wide open for whatever you want to tell with, with, with the Young Bucks. So, like, if you want to do, like, a little Bullet Club Civil War thing where each guy, each, each one is, like, six or seven deep, I'm in. Let's do it's it. Long, it's long been one of my favorite things to, like, monitor because I don't know if we'll ever really get the bow on it. Yeah. But over in WWE, you have Cody Rhodes, who is one of the top talent in the world, and he was a Bullet Club guy. Finn Balor, Judgment Day is more like Bullet Club than the OC is right now. Like they yeah. re- reflect that more than that. But you have the OC, and you know, you you had an interview with me, Jay White straight up calling me a member of Bullet Club as a result of that. So he recognized it. <laughs> cool. You've got the actual Bullet Club in New Japan, plus you've got the Tongans doing what they're doing, and you know, they have a claim mm-hmm. to that that they helped start the damn thing, right? The Bullet Club Civil War is like one of the most fascinating things to me, and I don't know if we'll ever get real resolution for it. Adam Cole told me that his dream is not a civil war. It's a Bullet Club group hug. Mm -hmm. He wants all of them to come in and hug each other, Mm -hmm. and that's what he wants. We got Parker Hines saying, y'all notice Danielson saying, man in the mask. It's a nice tribute to Regal. Yeah, I like it. Tom Lavalley says, spoiler, there is a trios titles match on uh, Friday uh, or uh, on Sunday. Uh, we'll tell you this here, so proceed with caution. House of Black versus Acclaimed and Daddy Ass, just as your boy predicted. That'd be great. We're wrapping up. Richie R says, could you see Takeshita coming back, costing the elite at double or nothing to join the BCC? I absolutely could. Don Callis has been actively recruiting mm-hmm. him for a very long time. And I could see that. And I would think that that is the intro for one Kota Ibushi, Alex. That's what that's makes, yeah. that's what makes sense to me. Yeah. What is your but, stance on the main event slot of the pay-per-view? Where, who, who do you think gets it? Who do you think should? I think it's gotta be. Mm, man, that's tough. It is star powers in anarchy in the arena, isn't it? I mean, that's by far the better build, and and like all, it's like also just to me, the nature of that match, especially with the promo that Moxley cut, they're gonna want to tear that ring apart, and I don't think you should do that. And then like, all right, everybody, hold on, while we put down a new canvas that's not smeared with blood, and put all the ring ropes back on the thing. Uh, while we have our 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 uh, our ADB Women's uh, World Championship match, so to me, I feel like just by that nature, practically, it should be Anarchy in the Arena. But I would not be surprised yeah. if they said we got to do the the World Championship match last. Jam Beard says TK would book a BC Battle Royal like WCW did with NWO. Oh man, uh, we also MJF has said they're the main event. You know what? Charlotte and Rhea said they were the main event that's, too. That's true. Yeah, well, there, there are three main events on, on Night of Champions on Saturday. 43% so of the card. Uh, Bizarro Big L says, I, fun fact I saw for OC fans, Roman's made 28 defenses in 998 days. OC has made 22 in 225 days, 23 on Sunday. Acknowledge the fruit and hook <laughs> is undefeated since December 10th, 2021. Sean, week 12 earlier was NFL week 12. No smack talk, truce till then. I don't know what you mean by that, but 
Mm. What what do you make of all the defenses that that Orange Cassidy I, has compared to I, compared to Roman? Well, Roman is a it's a different animal. The whole thing of, of don't get me started on Triple H coming out and said, "Wow, he negotiated the exact contract I would have, where he never has to show up to work." By the way, the guy who wins this Raw title, he's got to defend it all the time, so he's not powerful enough to negotiate a good tra- contract like I would have. Don't even start on that crap. But I love the idea of a of a like the the guy like I'm the workhorse champion, and they do defend it an awful lot, but not like like OC. I love the as we talked about. I love the idea of OC defending the title so much that it becomes the overarching like story yeah. of his reign as champion that he keeps getting more and more beat up because he refuses to just take a week off here and there. It's great. But Roman Reigns has something to say. And you can be writing all you want on Fightful.com about that. Noted yeah. Fightful.com reader, yeah. Roman Reigns. That's true. Feeling Dreepy says it sucks that Mercedes getting injured. Hope she gets better soon. But if anyone deserves to get launched up the card by winning a title, they weren't supposed to win. I'm glad it's Willow. She's my favorite women's wrestler at the moment. I mean, she is so easy to cheer for. She's so she easy really to enjoy. Uh, she's just got a, a, a great personality that is really, really maximized by professional wrestling in general. 100%. Alex Pawlowski, tell the people where they can find you. Well, you can find me on the Twitter at um, Alex Sourgraps, uh, and you can find me this weekend doing lots. Um, on Friday, um, uh, I'll probably just wait around and, and do a Rampage review whenever the hell that actually shows up. Um, those are no longer on uh those are no longer on fightful by the way those will be on the they'll they'll briefly cover that on the collision post show with with, uh, rick iridian and cresta but from now on 10 p.m post shows for smackdown so it looks like i'll be doing a a rampage watch along on friday night while reviewing smackdown uh then on Saturday, we do a thing for the Saudi shows called Sands of Blind, which is a takeoff on the old Sands of Time joke that we did, I think about four years ago now is when that started. But I don't watch the show, uh, but Kate will. And then we will do a review of the show where she will tell me what happened about the show. But during her retelling of the show, she is allowed to tell me three lies. And I have to try and figure out what those lies are. Uh, it's been, we've done it for every Saudi show for like the last three. It's been wildly successful. So we're going to do it again this time. That's on Saturday. On Sunday, Kate and I are going to review Battleground, NXT Battleground on this main channel while we are probably watching a W Double or Nothing to finish up. And then once that's over, we're going to move over to the Fightful Select and review Double or Nothing. Uh, then on Monday, I'll, why not do a raw review on Fightful Select as well? There's so much going on on Fightful this weekend. I'm just, I'm stoked. I'm excited. I'm glad to be here with you guys. Check out my Darby Allen interview that dropped today. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I asked him about those jackass rumors, and he told me how close it actually was to him being wow. in the jackass movie. Talked about Mount Everest. He talked about some of his goals. He talked about Sting, why they haven't went for the tag team championships as of yet. It is a good time. 
then I got this talk with Flash Morgan Webster, and man, this was it was a great, great talk. Uh, we're going to be on the road an awful lot this summer, all over the place. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's the most direct way you can support us. I promise if you guys check that out, you're going to love it. And if you don't, the worst case is you lose five bucks. Steal a credit card from somebody. Commit some yeah. identity fraud. Just subscribe sure. to FightfulSelect.com. Until next time, guys, we're out.